0: Welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him from The Flagrant Ones and Hollywood Handbook. It's Sean Clements. Hi. Hi.
1: Thanks for having me, everybody. Yay. <laughs> Thanks Thank for coming you. on. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry it took so long to get me on here.
0: That's okay. You really... Uh, Tried your darndest not to be on the pod, but we <laughs> finally ensnared you. We cornered you. I held you. out
1: for a special event. This is one hundo, right? Yeah, 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 that's true. It Congrats is. Congrats on a hundred episodes. Come Thank on, what you. was it going to be on, like episode like nineteen?
2: <laughs> well, we <laughs> no, we no, did no, no. have you. We did have you scheduled one time, and you were like, "Sorry, my baby's coming, so that's, that's not
1: right. going to work." I, the first time I was supposed to do it, he was being born.
0: <laughs> we realized that. You probably heard that we had started a podcast and you're like, shoot, I got I to gotta, like get my wife pregnant really quick so that I can have this baby as an excuse to not do I their know. pod.
1: It was a little short-sighted because the, the baby now is like a full-time thing and the podcast only would have taken me like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so... Live and learn. I mean, and this—if this can be helpful to anyone else who's trying to find a good excuse to miss a commitment, balance your excuse with what the commitment itself would be, because otherwise you end up raising a child,
0: right? Which is, <laughs> yeah. he, you know,
2: that's a lot.
1: It's rewarding, sure, but it's—it's it's definitely time-consuming.
2: You—you were telling us about how he—he w- he made a big mud pit today, and then. Played around in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, cause uh Anastasia asked me if I'd watched the Celtics game and I was like, Well, I, I had it on, but like the baby really wanted he really wanted the hose in the front yard. Like he just kept pointing he pointed at the door until I opened the door. Then he walked out and pointed at the hose until I turned the hose on. And then he just sprayed it on the ground until it was just a big pile of mud. And then he just like dropped into the mud, like just <laughs> fell and got his butt and clothes covered in mud. So that was like the morning for me. Uh, so the Celtics game was was on in my house, but I couldn't really see it from the like mud hose situation. That's yeah. like its
0: own sport though.
2: Baby baby mud it's
0: true, Wrestling. yeah.
1: No, <laughs> to be fair, I,
2: that does sound fun. Like if you didn't have to deal with the cleanup part of it, yeah. And
1: the game was like a <laughs> blowout, whereas like him versus the mud was a pretty even match the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, we ask a lot of our guests this question, but how did you get into basketball?
1: Um. Well, I I was into sports like really into sports as a kid, primarily through collecting cards. Mm -hmm. That was my big thing. And I had like baseball cards and basketball cards and all that. And I would memorize all the stats on the back and just like geek out. So it was like, oh, good. It's like a nerdy way to be into sports. (laughs) Um, And then I kind of moved away from it. And I was like, not really following sports too actively for, uh, I guess, most of like my 20s. And then I started playing fantasy football, which kind of got me back in in the same way where it was like, oh, I'm like following the numbers part of it. And then um, that was around maybe one or two years before I moved to LA, but like that kind of got me back into just watching sports regularly. And then um, when I moved out here, one of my first jobs, some people like had gotten tickets to a Clippers game and invited me to go. And so then I started going to live games and then i got like way more into it because i would always watch the playoffs and and follow it like you know a little bit throughout the season but then i started like getting really really uh excited about it and i was made friends with hayes too who at, when i met him was blogging for espn true Hoop for mm-hmm. the like celtics blog so so all those things kind of combined to like get me more into it and then um And then also at that time, Clippers tickets were cheap. So I like went to the game and I was like, I hadn't been to a basketball game. We Went to a lot of hockey games when I was a kid. Um, uh, The Hartford Whalers, rest in peace. Um, But I had never been to a a live game and I was like, oh, this fucking rocks. And it wasn't that expensive. And so um, I started going uh, more often and then Hayes and I got tickets together and that was it.
0: Yeah, you're a, a season ticket holder now, right?
1: Yeah, half season. But yeah, um, we uh, we have been for six or seven years. So did you get Go ahead. uh, I was just going to say it's really funny that this year they actually have a shot at like going very deep in the playoffs (laughs) or possibly going to the finals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My tickets are worthless because there's no fans (laughs) for the game. So it's like I've been going to watch them just like brutally disappoint their fans year after year after year um and then now uh when they're like very good uh i can't see it but that's okay did,
2: did they you, offer did you the virtual yeah the virtual seats or as yes. edgar, edgar was on here last week and he said he picked a a package that they offered of like t-shirts or like yeah something that sounded very anticlimactic. but he was like i don't want to be on that virtual seat cam
1: (laughs) i got an email to like register to be a virtual seat but it felt to me like an obligation (laughs) i was like i could watch on television which i'm sure is better yeah (laughs) Um, yeah and not be worried about like wo- uh, cheering or any- or like <laughs> watching the the time or my like fi having issues. Yeah. So I was like no, I'll 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 just stay home. They yeah, said You just me- have to be
0: posing the whole time when you're on there?
1: Like <laughs> Yes, uh I would be worried that I'd have to be posing and flexing the entire <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was on screen to look like the strongest fan. <laughs> Um, but they sent me like a couple jerseys, like playoff jerseys and then, um, oh, that's cool. And then, uh, something else, but the, a little care package. Oh, it was popcorn. It was like caramel corn. Oh, that was the other thing they sent me.
0: Yeah. He mentioned the
2: popcorn too. Yeah.
0: But Edgar (laughs) mentioned popcorn, but. For some reason, saying it's caramel corn like pumps it yeah. up a level. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was just okay, thinking, like, I'd, like, I'd go a for that. Bag it certainly popcorn. did for
1: my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, that's mine. Nice. Um, and I, yeah, so I wore the jersey for one of the games and it made me feel like I was right there in the arena. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you get uh, to choose one of the catchphrases?
1: No, it just says, it's just like the number 20 on the back as if it's like 2020. Oh, okay. I think it says like Clippers. Um, but yeah, but we, so Hayes and I had tickets together for like five years. And then this past year, we actually uh, got a quadrant of tickets with Carl and Sean Diston as well. So that was really fun to have like all four of us. Um and I think I went to the last game that was people were at.
2: Really? <laughs> oh, really?
1: Yeah. I think they played the Bucks.
2: Wow, that's crazy. We went yeah. to one pretty... Yeah,
1: like
0: right before...
2: S- right, yeah. Like, I feel like maybe that same week that everything shut down.
1: Yeah, I jammed in a lot of games that week. Because I also <laughs> had gone to a Lakers game that week. That Amazing. my friend invited me to because he had like a suite. And then he... Got coronavirus like a week later oh. and i and i like heard that he was sick and then oh, i was like what? i was in a fucking box with this guy for like three oh. hours um but it turned out that it was it, he had gotten it um he knew where he had gotten it and it had been like a couple days later oh. but oh, really crazy
2: <laughs> that's crazy
1: i know right um
2: so you, you yeah. still? and can, he's fine yeah <laughs> so that's you still good. um Yeah, that's great. Uh, Do you still consider yourself a Celtics fan?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess some people, uh, diehard fans uh, would say that I'm bullshit or something, but I just kind (laughs) of think of like, I have an East Coast team and a West Coast team. Like, you know, my dad uh, grew up in like Sudbury, Mass. So he was like a big Patriots fan and Boston Red Sox fan and, and, and all Boston sports teams. So, and I was in Connecticut where, We didn't really have any pro sports teams. We had the Whalers who left. Um, And then UConn, of course, like the uh, women's basketball team is amazing there. And then the The uh, men's basketball team had been good. Yeah, but I don't. But the Suns, I. I, That started later, right? Yeah, it was
0: like 90, late 90s, I think.
1: Yeah. So I don't remember like really following them when I was there. Yeah. because we went to game, we went to UConn games for sure, mm-hmm. uh, and the guys were were good for a little while too. But um, I'm very happy that Kemba Walker's on the Celtics. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But I just was like, I I follow Boston teams, and then I moved to L. A. And so because of that, I hated the Lakers, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't bring myself to like go and root for the Lakers. But I I really was like when I went to that Clippers game, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I can like go to a bunch of games. And, and I think I first started going to Clippers games being like, this is an inexpensive way to see games and see the other teams. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't immediately like, I'm a Clippers guy, but you know, go to see them a lot. They start to grow on you and you know, everybody Mm there and those Mm -hmm. are your guys. And then, I got really into it. So now I do root for them. But I just think of like, I have an East Coast team and a West Coast team. I think that's fair. I think you should be able to. For sure. Yeah. And I if mean, they I, meet in the finals, then, you know.
2: You got to choose. Then you got to choose. Well, yeah. it's like when
1: the, when the Red Sox played the Dodgers a couple years ago and I was like, well, I, I got to go for the Red Sox.
2: Right. Makes sense. I think people
0: would say that, you know, like, die, die hard fans would say that we're bullshit, kind of, too, because... Oh, for
2: sure.
1: <laughs>
0: we don't... We just kind of like the league in general and specific players. Like, I have yeah. teams that I follow, but it's, like, many teams.
1: <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, it's like... And that's a great thing, like, now with You know, it used to be that you could only really watch your home team, like with like, you know, with just when it was just network broadcast stuff. But now with League Pass, it's like you could just pick a team and go, God, I love watching these guys this year. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to see whatever. Right. 30 fucking Timberwolves games or something like and now I have an affection for this team. Yeah. Yeah. so I feel like that, like Portland, I got really into and it was just like, oh, they're just so fun. They have these two little guards who can shoot from anywhere on the floor <laughs> who are like really have good personalities and it's just fun. Um, yeah. So, you know, you get attached to teams that way. But I think also like, fuck off, diehard fans. Don't tell <laughs> me how to root for. I know. The te- you know,
2: it's annoying, especially <laughs> because people move around a lot and then it's like you you pick up. You know, teams of people's go. Position
1: is you can never change, like right. you're not allowed to switch, or you should only ever root for like the team in the city you're from, like all that right. stuff. I'm just like, no, you just get to pick.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna do whatever they want. So fuck off to yeah, anyone good. who I'm has glad an issue with
1: that, I'm glad they're mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay so I might take another team.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you, you had three. to if you had to choose uh somebody in the entire league to kiss, who would it be? To kiss? Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Mm, 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 it's another mm. frequent
2: question of ours
0: <laughs> and, and maybe yeah. more important than like who which team you're a fan of yeah like you know
1: do they want me to kiss them
0: yeah <laughs> it's consensual it's fully yeah. consensual yeah <laughs>
1: i'm not stealing a kiss no like, no no no. it's yeah it's, they're they're on into you
0: quite a bit. I mean, <laughs>
1: honestly, I just, I have to say like, this is so lame, but really for the story, it's like, you got to kiss LeBron because yeah. mm-hmm. that's legendary. Like I kissed LeBron James, <laughs> like anything else. <laughs> like I would say, I, I think that um, my guy who I think is incredibly attractive is Justice Winslow. Mm-hmm. I really like his look. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then that's looks great there's been arguments before uh you know because there's that whole like text thread with um ariana and owen and all those Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. that like uh rank the best looking players at each position and i was like i thought zach Levine as a two is like kind of a no-brainer but they disagreed but anyway it's not an attraction thing so much as like lebron is like gonna be he's like one of the most famous people in the world, like right. certainly in my lifetime, he'll be like one of the most legendary figures. So if I could kiss him and and he's digging it, <laughs> forget it. Yeah. You dine out on that for the rest of your life.
0: Also, you're a pretty tall guy, right? Like, would you want someone to be kind of taller than you or does that matter?
1: Hmm. I hadn't thought about that part at all. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want him too tall.
2: Yeah. Then
0: I wouldn't cr- want to be getting up on neck. a stool
1: to try yeah. to kiss Bobon or something. <laughs> but I, he would hold you up, I think. That's <laughs> no, I mean his, he w- yeah. his wife
2: is tiny. He'd just put he's,
0: his he's hands under <laughs> your armpits and lift you up. <laughs> he mm-hmm. <kiss> you.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I'm like six one. I feel like comfortably LeBron and I could figure something out.
0: Yeah. Also, yeah. I agree, Zach Levine is so handsome. When they were doing that weird, like horse tournament, yeah. I, I just was like Wow, he's very attractive It just never hit me Yeah, he's got a look Yeah
1: I mean, he looks like um, uh, Like an Instagram guy or something You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he looks a little He's yeah. like, I guess he sort of looks like a fuckboy um, <laughs> oh, For
2: sure, for sure
1: But like, what am I here for?
2: Right, exactly
0: <laughs> You're not getting married
1: It's a kiss, yeah, you know what I mean? it is, a single not-
2: kiss he, w- he would know what he's doing, you know
1: Exactly
0: Another guy out of that horse tournament that I would never really noticed before was Mike Connolly. Like, he's oh yeah, very handsome.
2: Yeah, I um, agree.
0: Just reminiscing about watching the horse I tournament.
1: I haven't thought about that, but um, yeah, I guess maybe he is. I mean, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of handsome guys.
0: Yeah, but sure. I think lo- you're right about LeBron. Like that is huge. Like that's something that would be Historic. on your headstone. You know. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once no, that's line LeBron. one
1: of my obituary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I see you're drinking a beverage there, and yeah. you're notoriously a sparkly boy, right?
1: <laughs> I am a sparkly boy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you drinking?
1: This is um a sparkling hop tea um Ooh. by a company called hoplark so it's it's unsweetened iced tea uh with you know seltzer i guess and then hops i am famously sober <laughs> uh so this has kind of become my version of cracking a cold one um <laughs> does it taste like beer well it's got to me like i started drinking these hop waters first that i like that were i wouldn't say they taste like beer but they are like sort of a savory herbal seltzer rather mm. than like the sweet ones and mm. and a little bit the hops do have like they're a little reminiscent of like a pale ale or something um not totally i mean this is like sort of like a bitter iced tea that's sparkling
0: nice i'd, I'd try i like it.
2: it
1: yeah
0: go
2: get one <laughs> sure, Give I it. will.
0: <laughs> I feel it. so basic now. Like your drink is same. so complex, and I just have a watermelon Lacroix.
2: I'm drinking the same
1: thing. Yum. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <Okay, laughs> that is, is pretty fucking cute. basic.
0: Wait, oh, Gabe? Gabe has a Canada Dry. I think
3: I have a uh, raspberry Canada Dry. Yeah. Wow. Exciting. Now Canada
1: Dry is not out here as much.
2: Yeah, it's
0: hard
1: you, to find. Do you agree or disagree?
2: I I feel like I. I haven't seen it that much. No, I haven't seen it. Where are you I getting that seen Canada it.
1: Dry? Because out, that was my go-to drink in New York is I would stop in a little bodega and get like a mandarin orange Canada Dry seltzer, big two liter, and take it down to the dome.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Gabe's in Denver now. He yeah. moved. Oh, Colorado. yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: But is sorry, Colorado I didn't keep like, track. Like, no, it's, it's fine.
0: It's like <laughs> East enough that they mm-hmm. get Canada Dry? That sounds crazy. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I feel like you could find it in LA, but you'd probably have to dig around. They don't... I mean, they certainly wouldn't have just a can of, like, flavored like that. They'll have, like, the ginger ale. Like, the company exists out here, but they don't have the variety of... You can't get the nice little bottle of seltzer. Right. But I'm actually going to be enjoying a lot of Canada Dry soon because I'm heading back to the East Coast for a while.
2: Oh, really? Oh, really? What, do, yeah. what are you... Are you working on a show or something?
1: Yeah, I wrote for this show that got... Um, I was supposed to go to Boston to film it in March, Mm -hmm. and it got like heavily delayed, obviously, by the pandemic. Um, But now the network's going, fuck it, let's try it. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, I mean, they have, they have, they're not saying fuck it. They are, but they're, (laughs) they have a lot of precautions in place. Are you going to be in your own bubble? It is. I think I should like get the, um, Instagram handle of, like, AMC Bubble Life and try to, like, battle the <laughs> NBA Bubble Life because it is sort of a bubble where it's, like, they kind of built all these locations that we were going to have to film on so that they can, like, do it all in the same, like, big giant building. And wow. um, we don't have to go out in the world as much. And it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Wow. But I am uh, dreading aspects of it. Uh, and certainly... My wife's not going to like that I'm gone and and my baby, I would think, won't like it. I can't tell. Um, But uh, I am looking forward to the Canada Dry.
2: (laughs) There's always a silver lining in -hmm. any situation. Um, You're really going to be able
0: to relate to the players. Like, that's what they're going
2: through, you know?
1: Yeah. That was another uh, incentive for me. Not, not just that I won't get paid if I don't go.
2: How <laughs> um, long are you going to be out there?
1: Um, I think it's going to be like eight or nine weeks now and then get to come home over the holidays and then go back for another uh, eight weeks in January.
2: Wow. That's a long time.
1: I know that, I know yeah. I know well because originally when I was going it was like oh but I'll come home like every three right. weeks but now it's like I'm not gonna fucking fly home on a plane and then like see my family and then right. get right. back and go and then they're gonna make me like quarantine when I land and get mm-hmm. you know um yeah. but it is like being a player I think we get tested three times a week amazing um uh and we just like have yeah all this like all these like checks in place
2: that's so, so crazy
1: Little robot They told me there's a little <laughs> robot that cleans the air This is true What? That like every time they shut down camera That there's a little robot That's gonna like zoom around And like suck all the air in And like clean it
0: That's amazing <laughs> I want that for my house <laughs> Seriously Yeah, it sounds cool <laughs> Oh, we just heard a kitty meow
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah There's a cat meowing
2: <laughs> I'm
0: so It's old like, news for you
2: But we're excited about it <laughs>
0: I'm mm-hmm. so starved for, like, animal interaction. Anastasia, uh,
1: come see these cats. You know I the cats. I to. Uh, come see them whenever. I they w- would love to hang out with someone.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> you're just going to see me. You're going to wake up one morning. I'll just be in your backyard, like, looking in at the cat house. <laughs> 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 um, but it's it's like, because I would cat sit or pet sit, and now mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore, obviously. and. It's like I got my fix my pet fix that way, yeah, it's a damn shame
1: <laughs> well these the, the these cats will need company, especially when I'm gone because this is sort of my office, and these three cats live in here, so I see them like all the time, but when I leave, I think they're going to be lonely. Aww. so talk to talk to Grace maybe you I can will visit hit them.
0: Grace up for sure. <laughs> 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 I'll get tested three times a week just to come see the cats, <laughs> please. Hey, cuties. It's time for another All-Star Review, where we read the reviews that you write about our podcast.
2: This one is from Packers Fansky. The title is, I love this game and this podcast. It's so good. I laugh hysterically every episode and the takes are very good and so are the guests. Production is always hilarious. Basketball lends itself to comedy for some reason and they find it. It's in my rotation every week, along with Airbuds, Buds, Roundball Rock, Pod Don't Lie, and uh, basketball. Thanks, Packers Famski. Uh, if
0: you want us to read your review, just leave us five stars on your favorite podcast app, and maybe we'll read it on the show. Okay, should we get into this? What's been going on in yeah, basketball, you mean?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. There's
0: a lot happening
2: in the world of basketball. You,
0: I don't know if you knew this, Sean, but our, our podcast is only a little bit about basketball. It's good. It's also about sparkling water. Um,
2: oh, shit. I just got a citizen alert that there's a man with a blowtorch nearby. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> he might be welding.
2: <laughs> I,
0: I hope so. Is he just working at a construction site near you? <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, downloading Citizen is, I think, made my life much worse, but also, like, I guess I should know that someone has a blowtorch pretty close to here. Agata and I
0: were hanging out, and ch- I her Citizen went off on her phone, and I said, what is it? It's a guy with a machete, and it was a guy with a machete. <laughs>
2: it's literally what it said. Man with wow. machete.
1: <laughs> this is, I mean, I, this is, I guess, maybe, like, a basic bit at this point that everybody does, but... Grace was pretty early to get citizen and she would just send me updates. Like it would say like, whatever, like, um, uh, a man is, uh, you know, in, inside a trash can on Olympic and Highland. And she would just send it to me and be like, why were you on Olympic and Highland? <laughs> like no matter what it said, like she, it would just be that it was me. It really made me laugh the, the first few times.
0: Uh, that's good. That's a great bit.
1: Mm -hmm. so everyone can use it with their friends you can like text first and be like were you uh, you know were you at La Cienega today and then you send it and it's like
2: (laughs) that's good I am going to steal that actually
1: guy who smells is on La Yeah. guy who smells
2: that's the police
1: uh,
0: (laughs) notice that goes out okay so much happens in a week we can't possibly cover it all so we have a little segment where we wrap everything in a tidy bow called Previously on Basketball
3: Last season on Bosch. Basketball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shout Special out to little Sean's drop dog for Sean.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thank
3: you.
2: Oh. <laughs> is that a different cat or the same one?
0: There's, there's two. No, cats. two. In here, there's two now. Sun
1: Royal and then there's Rex is here. Oh. And Quincy's on my backpack. And oh, my Bosch backpack, actually.
2: Oh Cute. All right, get into it, Anastasia.
0: NBA and WNBA players walk out in protest for racial justice, forcing days of game cancellations. Lakers and Blazers observe a moment of silence for the loss of Cliff Robinson, Lou Olson, and Chadwick Bozeman. Damian Lillard leaves the bubble early, but will not need surgery on his knee. Giannis wins Defensive Player of the Year award. Coaches Brett Brown of the 76ers and Nate McMillan of the Pacers are fired. The Storm and the Aces are the first WNBA teams to clinch playoff spots. Balkan Bubble Boys Become Best Buds. (laughs) That that last headline was clearly written by Gabe in order to test my...
2: (laughs) Your My Sally seashells by the seashell <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, we gotta talk about I mean, the they're calling it the boycott Technically a strike Crazy historic week in NBA and WNBA yes. basketball Where the Bucks um, did not come out to play their game Against the Magic And we've got a clip of them explaining why The past four months have shed a light on the ongoing racial injustices facing our African-American community. Citizens around the country have used their voices and platforms to speak out against these wrongdoings. Over the last few days in our home state of Wisconsin, we've seen the horrendous video of Jacob Blake being shot in the back seven times by a police officer in Kenosha and the additional shooting of protesters. Despite the overwhelming plea for change, there has been no action so, our focus today cannot be on basketball.
0: Um, so, the Bucks were in their locker room um, for quite a while and then eventually came out to give the statement on why they were not going to be playing their game. And then, as you all know by now, um, that caused a ripple effect. And the other teams that were supposed to play that day and then other teams across other leagues um, – also, you know, decided not to play. Very powerful move. Like I gotta said, historic moment.
2: Yeah. And then they had some like, league wide meetings that we just got like snippets of on Twitter, where it's like, LeBron walked out and, you know, this person was speaking and this and Doc Rivers was speaking. It's like, I really wish we could have had a live stream of what was going on in those meetings because I feel like it got I know. A, a lot of it. I think got like misconstrued too, and yeah. there was just yeah, there's just confusion going out, and it was like Pat Bev was out here like being a huge asshole, and then everyone was like, "No, he wasn't."
1: Yeah, that was great. Like I first saw because first it was like the Clippers are being like real leaders in these conversations, and and then it was like Patrick Beverly's treating uh this woman who's like their general counsel like shit and then like all these other players were like who is telling you this like this is not because none of the reporters are in there like there are no journalists in the meetings yeah so So it's just rumors yeah so then but there was like three or four players being like that was not said which i'm like i mean obviously i i hope it wasn't but yeah it's really crazy i mean the thing i saw that beverly did you know reportedly do that i thought was cool is like they teams were split on whether to play or not or players were and he was like get the fucking coaches out of the room because there's a lot of guys in here who are on the bubble of getting like a contract renewal or whatever and Mm -hmm. they don't want to say in front of their coach right that i would be choosing not to play and then have like one of these old white coaches be mm-hmm. like, he's not about the team, you right. know? Um, and then doc rivers stood up and was like, you're absolutely right. Like, come on. And like led the coaches out of the room. Um, yeah,
2: that makes a lot of sense.
1: Uh, so I was like, Oh, that's cool. But then like the next thing I saw was like, Beverly said, like, we pay your salary to this, uh, woman who was trying to explain what the financial implications were. Mm-hmm. Um, Which also, I don't know, you know, we don't know anything from in there. If it was like a little bit of, guys, there's big consequences for this. Like the money, but it's like, but it's the money for the owners too. And it's the money for you and everything, you know. uh, Right. I don't know. Um, But I thought it was fucking epic when (laughs) the Bucks didn't take the floor and... Then everyone else was like, yep, we're going to boycott or strike or whatever as well. Um, And I was obviously bummed at the idea of them not finishing the season because especially like with the pandemic and everything, basketball has been such a life raft of just like, yes, like something I like. (laughs) Um, And I've been so happy watching the games. And I was just like, well, I think, you know, If at all, they're like, we're going to stop, like, good, they should. It's a huge statement. It's like really like hits the pockets of um, some of these huge corporate entities, which I saw like pointed out on Twitter is like, that's like that's our country now is like that you know somebody was saying like the redskins were not going to change their name until fedex was like we're going to take our name off the fucking stadium and stop sponsoring the team right and they were like right. no no no, we'll change the name so it's like <laughs> unless a huge corporation talks to some of these you know uh right these like private companies talks to uh some of these kind of political uh groups or whatever then no one's going to do anything. So I was like, all right, great. This is cool. Um, And I was really surprised how quickly the statement came out that they were going to resume the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it was like, there's going to be a meeting tomorrow at 11 with the owners. And I was like, okay, so then tomorrow night we'll find out like what, you know, what the owners are offering. And then like the next day we'll see what the players do. But Mm -hmm. then it was like, Basically, immediately that next morning, it was like they voted to resume the season.
0: I think part of it is that they were asking, you know, there's all these reports that they talked to Obama and other people sort of asking for advice. And it seems like the advice they got back is, what are your demands? Which I'm almost glad they didn't have demands in the beginning. It's like, we're just, we're just demonstrating. Yeah. 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 We just can't take this anymore. And we're just gonna show you how we feel especially because if you think of the basketball fan who is quote you know like kind of like centrist or apolitical and then also the ones who are maybe even you know kind of racist or anti black lives matter Mm -hmm. and then they're watching this like very powerful demonstration you know that's amazing this is going out on national television it's like yeah a big deal but I feel like they got advice later on, you know, the next day, that was like, have some demands, and I think one of the demands was that they use NBA property to as polling places. So now Staples Center is going to be a polling place.
1: I think all the all the Mm -hmm. um, stadiums are now, yeah, right, Uh, and and hopefully the other sports leagues might join in too,
0: which would be insane. Like if Dodgers. Stadium became. I a think polling Dodger place? Stadium
1: is. I think LeBron already mm-hmm. had that. Like, really, he yeah, had been working on that prior to any of this. That's um, true. So Dodger Stadium, but now yeah, Staples too, and all these major cities are going to have, you know, these huge polling stations where people can be safely spread out and they can probably have multiple, um, different like areas like at every entrance or whatever. Uh, right. So that's that's awesome, and yeah. then yeah i i mean you know obviously like the larger scale demands or things they wanted are like breaking up police unions and stuff which is like just such a long road to do uh but hopefully they get some traction on that i mean i i the uh, people were immediately going like you know, good, this is what Kyrie was talking about, which it is, but I have to say if everyone did, if everyone took Kyrie's stance and said, we don't want to play because sports are a distraction and we should be focused on like this national conversation about like the, you know, horrendous racism and like police brutality, Mm -hmm. uh, that would have been powerful. But, I think we would have moved on from it faster than they actually came and played the first round of the playoffs. And everyone was like, basketball is back and it's right. working. And we were like, Holy shit, they're playing. And then they fucking stopped. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's so much more like powerful. Like you have such a bigger platform and there's so many more eyes on you. Then it's like, well, we're actually not going to go back. Um, mm-hmm. That, You know, I think that there had been so much distance from the last time there was a basketball game. People were kind of used to there not being basketball a little bit. Yeah. And uh, didn't even know what it would look like when it started. But the fact that it started up and was going well, it's like, oh, shit. I mean, I know for me it was like uh, really like, you know, pulled the rug out. I was just like, holy shit. Like, they're they're not going to walk out onto the court. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It was also interesting... Uh the like idea of they blindsided the rest of the league. Like people were mad at the Bucks players. Yeah. They were just like, you didn't tell us, but the Bucks players were going like, well, we're like the same as you said about them not having any demands. It's like they're figuring out on the fly. There's like this doesn't feel right, man. Like I'm not gonna go out there.
0: There was footage of Chris Paul because he's their union rep. Yes. He there was footage of him walking to the um court being like, why didn't they talk to me about this? Or, you know, you couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was visibly upset. And then there was reports later that he was upset that they didn't consult him. But I think, you know, number one, in their collective bargaining agreement, they have a no strike clause. So they can't strike, you know. Uh, So why would Mm -hmm. you talk to your union rep before doing this? This is a a wildcat strike. And then on top of that, he might have told them not to do it. So I'm almost glad yeah. that they did it this way. It took everyone by surprise, you know?
2: Right. And obviously it wasn't something that was planned out where they were like, okay, we're not going to do it before we bring basketball back, but we'll do it in the middle of playoffs. It was just like, right. like there, there's too much, there's too much expected of them as players at this point And they had reached a breaking point. And like, I don't feel like fixing all, all, everything that's happening like I don't feel like that falls on their shoulders or like and that's probably why they had no demands going in because they're like we're unhappy and we're we can't play under these conditions and like you guys the people in figure, charge should be yeah, fixing you up. guys <laughs> figure out something that's gonna like make us happy and want to play I think at least from their perspective because it's like now they have to be We have a
1: collective we have a collective of some of the richest most powerful people in the country who like are relying on us to do something. We're not going to do it until they show us some, you know, kind of good faith. Like, yeah, right. It's really, yeah. It, but I did hear that Jalen Brown at that meeting, like they were like halfway through the meeting of people, like kind of being mad at the bucks. And he was just like, shut up. Like, <laughs> he basically was like, they do not have to explain to you. Right. Like, they, yes. what they did was the right thing to do in mm-hmm. that moment they did not feel comfortable going out and playing especially being from Milwaukee and this right. guy being shot in uh, you know the a neighboring city like, right. it's he's like they did you know they did what was right for them
0: I, I think we have a little clip of Giannis kind of talking about their decision not to play is that right
3: I saw George uh, Sterling uh, George decided not to play the game and, um,
0: George Hill, he's he, he didn't
3: put pressure to yeah. none of his teammates. Not me, not the
0: coach. Uh, Sterling decided to do the same thing. Uh, he came in the locker room to talk to us, and um, I decided, as a you know, leader, as Giannis. <laughs> uh, and that's who I am. I was like, I'm not playing this game. I didn't, I didn't want to play this game. Uh, I told coach, I'm not playing this game. I can't leave uh, my teammate uh,
2: behind. And it's I love so that sweet. he referred to himself as in third person too <laughs> it's adorable <laughs> but he i mean he's the leader obviously he's the leader of the team he's one of the leaders of the whole league yeah. um and he's supporting his his brother so also sterling brown the right move
0: sterling brown actually was uh brutalized by the police right yeah. i'm it yeah. was him yeah he uh so I totally get him being like, I'm not playing in this game. I I can't, you know, like for sure. He, it happened. It
1: happened in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He he got what he got harassed by the police and um and physically harmed, and then they like realized who he was later and were like, oh no, this is um a guy who's rich. So like, yeah, uh, yeah, apologized and backed off. But he was like, well, that shouldn't have to be the case because he hadn't done anything so yeah i'm sure for him it was like fuck this
2: let's watch uh, Um, let's watch this clip from inside the nba of kenny kenny the jet smith later that night and for me i think the biggest thing now is to kind of as a black man
0: as a former player i think it's for best for me to support the players and just not be here tonight he just unhooked his mic
2: Figure out what happens after that. Yeah. I, I just don't feel
1: quick to do that. and I respect that. Oh,
0: Ernie. I, I respect that.
1: We Such cut an away an Ernie before thing. Yeah. Chuck takes like a big long sip of his drink as Kenny's walking up. <laughs> just obviously doesn't know what to do, but just like has his coffee mug and just like picks it up and takes like a big sip <laughs> as Kenny walks behind him. Oh man. But yeah, I mean, that was cool. Yeah.
2: It was very uh, cool. It's obviously an emotional night for everybody. I was crying; like it was, it was a lot. You know, I
0: was I was planning to have the game on in the background while I was working, and so it was muted. And I I realized like, oh, the game should be on right now, and like they're still doing shoot around, just the the magic. And so when I turned on uh, the sound all of the broadcasters were so supportive of the players like not a single person was like negative or questioning what they were doing at all and then they all started to say their own stories of interactions with the police or just racism and i i was in tears by <laughs> by the time i decided to turn the tv off it was just very moving
1: look chris webber is oh. just terrible announcer (laughs) you know like in game announcement his observations are completely disposable at all times (laughs) gave he gave one of the most eloquent speeches i mean about this stuff like his support for the players and and his kind of you know illustrations of like how he identified with them i was like holy shit like such a smart thoughtful guy like really you know showing yeah. his emotion it was really powerful i was just like oh wow yeah Why i was you very impressed <laughs> 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 um yeah but yeah it's really uh it, it was really impressive from everybody and uh and can i just say you guys absolutely have the right guest here to discuss these <laughs> issues <laughs> and this historic event <laughs> No one uh. will have more right to speak on it than me.
0: Um, we planned this. Yeah, as soon as all of this happened, we were like, "We got to get Sean on."
1: Can can we get a boring white guy whose dad <laughs> is a cop? Um.
2: <laughs> let's uh, let's look at this photo of the WNBA, which um, you know the WNBA has been extremely vocal as far as activism and. We've got Maya Moore who left the league because she wanted to, you know, do more important things when it came to Mm -hmm. activism. And that was way beyond before any of this stuff was going on this year. So she's she was a trailblazer. And I feel like the WNBA does not get the credit they deserve. Um, So, I mean, they were they supported the nba's moves on wednesday night um it was no surprise and they all got together in into one photo let's look at sorry it.
3: this is a video
2: oh sorry special
0: shout out to all of the women who are standing arm to arm at the img academy showing their
2: complete unity and solidarity in this moment that this is a league that stands together they fight together they play together and this is the
0: moment that they are using their collective voices to bring attention to the issues that matter to them. And uh, there was that, you know, almost as soon as the Bucs, um, it, it became clear what the Bucks were doing. Uh, the WNBA players that were supposed to play right then, they showed up with like hand-drawn shirts that said Jacob Blake um, and had seven dots on the back which i was like whoa that is very powerful to see yeah the you know because he was shot seven times in the back um
2: it was yeah great job ladies shout out to all the ladies yes um okay let's let's take a look at these balkan bubble boys
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's on a lighter topic yeah <laughs>
1: let's get in here this is the fun part
2: have, have
0: you seen oh, this Sean? yes
1: I didn't see this photo but I saw a different one very similar of the I guess these guys are all just like their own pod (laughs) Um, because I saw one that I think uh, Dragic posted of like dinner with like Vooch Nurkic and and Boban and Luca. And I mean it, they, Look at all these guys.
2: These guys, they, I mean they've got the Eastern European features. These are, you know, my people. So, <laughs> I'm surprised that I didn't get an invitation. <laughs> yeah. We fellas.
1: were doing we were having a fun conversation about like what they talk about over dinner. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, this uh, is the one that I had
1: seen. Uh, yeah. Cute. This
0: is so cute they since they weren't playing games it seemed like a lot of players were like kind of hanging out just sort of discussing things together and they just took this opportunity to have a real a real Balkan fest
2: yeah i mean they're rarely ever in one place at the same time so that's yeah. like that's like yeah. the fun part of the bubble is that they can be like okay i know you're not doing anything else so well cuz the have teams
1: only need one of those guys <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> any individual nba team does not need two of those guys it's um, true. <laughs> but yeah, they um uh were having having their own conversations. I'm sure some people will see it and say, Oh, all of the white guys in the NBA. <laughs> but Kyle Corver themselves. wasn't invited.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it was only the you know, specific kind.
0: Um someone posted that they were they were like, I can just hear these guys like singing and talking and like <laughs> I'm like, what uh,
2: clinking beer glasses? They are at
1: camp. They are doing camp camp. songs. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Oh wait, they're not skits. They're not allowed to drink, right? No, I don't
0: think they're. Is there booze in the bubble? I don't think so. Right? That I don't know. Mm. Maybe there's Michelob. There's a commercial (laughs) where there's a guy setting up Michelob Ultra in uh, Jimmy Butler's like hotel room. Oh yeah. So that probably happens, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that must. I I hope they at least have some hop lark sparkling hop tea.
2: <laughs> I think at the very one. least if they're if they are drinking, they're not going to post it in an Instagram photo. So Mm-mm. hopefully they're not, mm-hmm. you know. Hopefully they're not that dumb.
0: So let's take a look at where the playoffs are at right now. So, um most of round one is done. We we just mentioned that the Celtics-Raptors game one was on. Celtic, Celtics kind of swept it or like uh, blew it out. And then um, the Trailblazers just got knocked out last night in a very good game. I was actually quite surprised because with Dame gone and the, oh, I know. the I was previous game. Like, I'm not game. even going to
1: watch this game. But then Grace went for a walk. And so I was like, all right, let me throw the game on. Because I was like, well, we'll we'll watch a show together. Uh-huh. Watch this. I said, watch this. I'll be <laughs> this incredible husband. And even though there is an NBA playoff game, I'll go, what, what do you want to want? Like, let's us, you know, let's put on a movie or something. And then she was like, I'm going.
0: Is Grace into <laughs> the, into watching basketball at all or not really?
1: She is not like anti at all. Like sometimes, I, like I'll have it on and she'll kind of be mostly on her phone or something and i'll be like oh you have to see this um (laughs) and if it's like as it gets down to the wire too, like when if it's like you know the fourth quarter of a finals game or something she'll be watching like really intently but i think one thing she does is like through the entire regular season every time she walks into the room and i'll be like sort of like locked in she'll go is this an important game Which is like a very hard question to answer throughout the NBA (laughs) regulation when they play 82 games. It's just like... I'm like, well, it's too very exciting teams and like they you know i could come down to like a tiebreaker for seating in which case they're in the same conference so but it's like no it's not it's not like it this just is such a is good fun. lawyer
0: move on her part like she's she's not asking you like she's not
1: asking me to turn it off she's right. not asking she's just going is this an important game like why are you
0: <laughs> you have to justify your <laughs>
1: It's true, yeah. I have to somehow like bolster it, but then and when it's the playoffs, I feel like I always get to be like, yes, it is an important game.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So in the in the semifinals, we got Celtics, Raptors, Bucks, Heat, Lakers, and either the Rockets or the Thunder. We we don't have that info yet. One more game for them, or two, maybe two, and then Clippers or Mavericks uh, versus Jazz or Nuggets. I think the. Jazz and Nuggets are playing today, so.
1: Yeah, Clippers and Mavericks is happening right now.
0: Right oh, now. Right.
3: Yeah. They're tied at 39-39 if anybody oh. wants. 41-41. Oh, I'm oh. behind.
2: Uh-oh. Gabe, check your Sean's internet. <laughs> um, Alright, let's get it. Let's play some of these playoff clips. Um, let's check out some stuff that's been happening in the playoffs. Let's watch what Mar- Marcus Morris has been stepping up to. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. (laughs) So uh, okay, slow. This is is a slow mo video of the Clippers-Mavericks game where you can you can see him hopping onto Luca's ankle in what looks like to me a purposeful way. What do you guys think?
0: I'm wondering why he's running. Like I know he's probably like he's Luca's defender, but like why is he running in that direction at all? Because the um. It's Mav's ball. They're inbounding it. I just was confused why he was there at all, if not to just step on Lucas' foot. That being said, he put out a statement saying he didn't do it on purpose. He claims it wasn't on
2: purpose. The video, I feel like, is very damning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um, Look, it it doesn't look good. (laughs) Uh, Marcus Morris... What do you want from him? (laughs) (laughs) He's Marcus Morris. He's one of the Morris twins. He he
2: he bonked someone on the head with a ball last season. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's his (laughs) mo.
1: This is part of his thing. um, Is that he's a little bit. Oh here we go. Oh
2: oh. (laughs) It's a really good (laughs) gif.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I don't I don't like it, you know, whenever anybody is trying to injure anyone else. I but yeah. I feel like I don't know. It's like the fucking Clay was doing it to harden through the entire playoffs, like putting his foot under him when right. he shot a three point and like nobody talked to nobody's like Clay's a dirty player. It's just like They do a little bit of this shit here and there. And uh, I really don't like it. And he's busted. And um, I certainly, you know, I want the Clippers to win. I don't want them to win because somebody broke Luca's ankle. um, Right. Unless it's with a sweet crossover. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, but uh, uh, I don't support it. Everybody's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the shit they do, like where they you know, somebody gets shoved when they're like on the rim and it's just like, yeah, you fucking kill so you break somebody's neck doing that. And right this stuff happens constantly and when somebody gets injured, it's really bad. You, you know, thankfully mostly there's a lot of chippy stuff like this, I think, that's like you slow mo it and you talk about it for a week and then that's that. Yeah. It's fun um, for
0: us to talk about the drama.
1: <laughs> do you have the clip of Kawhi talking to we're, uh, Reggie yes. Jackson? We were a That's great the to best play thing up. I've ever seen.
2: Let's okay. watch this. Shot clock is off. Mavericks chance at the
0: last shot if they want it. Boban and Kawhi Whoa. just takes it away. The claw rips that one out of the hands of Boban.
1: Clippers a chance to score the final (laughs) 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 Uh bucket. A big game. Nine points in the quarter. (laughs) Um,
0: Wow. So Kawhi um, (laughs) passes it to Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson does some very questionable move, tries to take it to the basket and just... (laughs)
2: It's just butterfingers He just, he's he's just, slipping,
1: just like, bobbles it's the up. shit And like slides out of bounds It's like everything's bad
0: It's like the purest form of physical comedy And then Kawhi says I didn't give the ball up for that shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Kawhi oh, saying that to you
2: Oh my god I, oh. I think Kawhi's is like the funniest player In a very unintentional way I, I'm just obsessed with him so much
1: Yeah, he's fascinating.
2: (laughs) Did you see the clip of him um, entering the arena where he was looking at his iPad? But then you could just see it was the home screen.
0: He's just pretending (laughs) to be busy so he doesn't have to like look at or talk to anyone.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Oh, I love it.
2: Yeah, amazing. All right, what else do we have? Uh, Jamal Murray. on Man. a hot streak in games four and five. This was very fun to watch, this game.
0: Uh, he really turned it up.
2: Plays by PJ De- P. Dozier. Murray, inside! Oh, Incredible. yeah. Incredible! He just he does, twists around like three dudes. Well, they
0: just
1: can't contain
0: Does a little it's spinny. Like
3: so cool.
1: Yeah,
2: it's like a ballet. It's beautiful.
0: He was really on fire. Um, interested to see. Because I actually... Te- I messaged Gabe right before that game. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but the Nuggets are probably being knocked out tonight. And then Gabe was like, Jamal Murray's on fire.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's an interesting player that way. Like, it feels sometimes you watch when you're like, this guy's a fucking all star. Like, holy shit. And then, mm-hmm. you know, for the first whatever four games of that series, it was like, where's Jamal Murray? Like, yeah. Isn't, he just. I don't know. And and maybe he's somebody who's affected by playing without fans a little bit or was in the early going. Cause I feel like he, he generally has stepped up in the playoffs for them and been pretty good, but he, he seemed to be trying to get motivated or something. He is kind uh, of a
0: hot and cold player. Like I've even seen him, you know, just before, you know, in past seasons, where I'm like, what is he doing right now? Like, I think he he does he needs like to be in a headspace. He he can't yeah. force himself there, it seems like.
1: Well, towards the end of the first game that he won, he was getting into it with someone. I can't remember, but there was somebody getting really like chippy with him. And he and he started like talking shit, and you saw him like getting fired up, and then he like towards the end of that fourth quarter, like brought them into overtime and then helped them win the game and was hitting a bunch of shots. And I was like, Oh, he seems like he's like looking for a way to like, yeah, lock in and Mm -hmm. and motivate. And then, then he was just kind of drifting the next couple of games. What do you guys think? So I remember when Jamal Murray got drafted and the whole conversation was him or buddy healed. Mm -hmm. They got drafted right next to each other. And then buddy got drafted first. And everybody was like, they should have taken Jamal because they're essentially almost the same player, but Jamal Murray's like four years younger.
2: Right. Wow. I love Buddy um, Heald, though. I love Buddy Heald, too. I do,
1: too. Like, I remember being like, yeah, that was so dumb. And then now it's like, again, you know, Jamal blew up and is kind of emerging. But I'm like, but Buddy's had those games, too. I, I still am like, I think they're both good. Like They're equally good. <laughs> they're, yeah, it's sort of like, uh, I thought one was going to be a clear... Bust like it was going to be like yeah, Jamal Murray's only nineteen and he never rounds out or mm-hmm. but they both have like stayed on the exact same trajectory <laughs> in a weird way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Buddy. I, I I wonder if what would happen if Buddy were on a different team. You know, I feel like he so would, the
1: Sacramento Kings.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he would be
2: shining. <laughs> you know, and I you don't
0: could think say that he-
1: about any player in Sacramento. <laughs>
2: All right, let's watch this uh, Dennis Schroeder, PJ Tucker video. Speaking of getting chippy. Yeah.
3: Watch Schroeder's
2: hands right Oh there Punches him right in the family jewels. Yep, there it is. And they're, they're thinking
1: that that is unnecessary. And PJ Tucker says, no, 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 no. no. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you cannot it, mess with it looked, PJs. It looked accidental. Fellas. Okay, it looked accidental. He wasn't trying to aim for it. I don't think, but it looked painful. Yeah, I would be well, pissed too. Yeah,
1: I'd be upset. I think Chris Paul did the same thing in like yes. in one of these games,
0: mm-hmm. but that was a, very, very intentionally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could see. But he sort a of twinkle famously does eye. that. That's like a right. Chris Paul thing. Yeah. Uh we uh, don't have that clip but it's it, I highly encourage everyone to go look at it cuz I can't remember
1: who it was but Chris Paul like just goes way out of his way like he's like I don't know if he's even part of the play but he just like walks over and like punches a dude in the nards. <laughs> he <laughs> I
0: what? think he has the ball but he's just he just like you know instead of going like this to put I'm like moving my arm horizontally he like clearly goes down um, aiming for, you know, the good stuff.
3: <laughs> Look how many results there are for Chris Paul nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a thing with him. He famously like did it in college and has continued Ugh. his ways in the NBA.
2: <laughs> that's that's amazing. Bad. He's a bad. It's not boy.
1: what you want to be famous for, in no. my opinion.
2: Um, let's hear what George Hill has to say about why he missed the national anthem
0: there's a specific reason you weren't out in the arena during the National Anthem.
3: You want the honest truth? Yep. Okay. I take a shit every time before the game. Um, (laughs) I've been doing it for the last four years. Um,
2: If you go back and watch any footage of our previous games before we come down here to this bubble, um, that's what I do before every game. And, you know, so happy that you guys were
0: snoozing in the hallways and called me coming back from my pregame ritual and that's what I always do. That's the honest truth. It's almost more insulting than just saying wow. I was boycotting the national anthem, right?
2: <laughs> oh, that's so funny.
1: Oh, I love it. So blunt. Do you want the honest truth? Yes. No, you don't.
2: No, you don't. But I'm going to tell it to you. <laughs> they,
0: w- the, they were hoping
1: for a different runway. Of-
2: They're hoping for a different kind of (laughs) soundbite. Yeah. All right. The last one we've got is LeBron and Carmelo at the end of their series. We're
0: ending emotional.
2: (laughs) Very emotional. Very sweet, these two. Great game. Carmelo, I love
0: when he hits his headband when he does a three and just sweat sprays off of it with each hit. It's beautiful.
2: Terry Stotts and the Portland Trail Blazers, Chris. They're hugging into
1: the line. Hard fought effort just to
2: get into the playoffs. They're they could kiss, right? And
3: look at They're this so close. Just enjoying. <laughs> Give them
1: oh yeah. They
2: live. Those are kings uh, right there. That was so cute. Oh, I, Make, I, I all, all of the
0: <laughs> all the Lakers and Blazers were like hugging after that game. After the Blazers got eliminated, and I just mm-hmm. it just warms my heart. I love it so much.
1: Yeah, also, Carmelo just looks
2: great. He's such a cutie. All right, calm yeah, down. He
1: had a he had a you know You just
2: tell me to calm down <laughs> <laughs> that's what the Are show am- is. Are you imagining <laughs> you being LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just imagining being able to hug another human being, and that's <laughs> making me tear up. <laughs> He is such a cutie. And his hair is
0: kind of long right now. So it's like Mm -hmm. headband mellow is like extra nice looking. He's a cutie pie.
2: Okay, let's get into our mail basket. Today we have a package, a physical package in our actual mailbox. Amazing. Anastasia's got it. We're going to watch her open it up.
0: So, um... I already cut some of the tape because I was like I don't want you guys to have to like <laughs> that's fine. That's <laughs> watch fine. me cut tape open. But this is insane. Uh it's this is from Chris N in uh Florida. Long-time listeners will know him because uh he has he's an OG cutie. He's been OG uh, cutie listening for a while and um he's a musician and he sent this cute little note here. Mm. and just like a ton of his music so many CDs and Aww. records stickers um this like incredible sticker it, i don't know if you could see this but it's like a hologram michael jordan and it says hey ducktown i ate the pizza mj <laughs> <laughs> i love that That's oh, so cool um so the note says Hello, please find attached Permanent Makeup Music. That's his band, Permanent Makeup. And some hoops-related goodies. He talks about what the his albums are. And we'll put a link um, to his band camp or something uh, in the show notes. So check that out. We recorded the music for a new LP right before the year got weird. And we'll finish vocals when it's safe. His wonderful wife, Susan, did all the amazing album art. I love y'all show and truly appreciate the mention. Sorry, his handwriting's not great. Sorry, Chris.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard this to read. This is now a roast.
1: <laughs> You're on blast, Chris. Thanks for the nice note. Now let me destroy you.
0: <laughs> Can we see the record and stuff? Yes. Yeah, so let me show you. First of all, look at, he, he sent clippings from a magazine of, <laughs> uh, our beautiful clippy uh, boys our clippers wow. and clippers wow. Pat Bev and Lou will cute um, best okay
1: do you guys follow <laughs> Trez on social media yeah. yes it's it's distressing right
0: what do why, you mean? why do you mean
1: is it just I feel like he's constantly posting like you can't trust anyone but yourself like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's always like, you know, like the real story will come out. And it's just like, what the, f- like, what is going on, man?
0: I do feel like man. he's a dark guy. Like, I don't yeah. think he lets on, you know, I, well, maybe he does. Because when he dunks, it's like so much uh, emotion comes out of him afterwards. Right. But, I love
1: him. I love watching him play. I'm just yeah. worried about the guy.
2: <laughs> Was that was that like in response to all the Luca stuff where he called him a bitch ass white boy?
1: No, no, no. This is just like I'm. This is over the past like two years. I'm talking oh, about. Okay, like, I see. I'm just
2: maybe he's got a lot of haters, and they're just constantly in his in his messages, like talking shit.
1: I think he must.
0: I think he's, I think he's got a dark side and that's why he's so into sneakers because that's like his light, you know, he's Mm got to balance out the darkness, which I almost like that about him. Like, it reminds me of like, you know, me (laughs) in my teen angst, uh, broodingness. It's like, you gotta, it takes a while to grow out of that. He needs some therapy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Here's some here's
2: some records. Oh yeah, let's see. Oh cute, I love so that. So he gave I love me he
0: gave us some um, twelve inches, some seven inches, and some CDs. Um, thank you so much, Chris. Thank this you, was Chris. Such he sent a me treat. a
3: package as well. Uh, wow, records also. And so thank you. Yeah, his music is really good. It's like kind of noise punky. Um, yeah, give it amazing.
2: A Thank you so much for sending it. If you guys want to send anything to our box, our mailbox, it's 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 105, Los Angeles, California, 90027. It's on our website too. You can always um, email us at hiatdunk.town or call us at 903-420-DUNK. Sean, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to plug?
1: Um, I guess I'd just plug uh mantra's Harold's twitter page because <laughs> i feel like i got treated like i'm crazy just now but i'm reading some of these tweets and i got to say
0: what's what it is it? an example of one I mean, maybe if i just have three, been paying these attention these are three
1: that are all like next to each other the world we in nowadays what is the correct way to live life one step at a time swear to god man i just got pissed off with the shit i seen on here man when it's all said twitter. and done it's levels long as you remember that it's like a lot of stuff where it's like he's not saying what's going on mm-hmm. but
2: he's subtweeting it's,
1: yeah it's but it's he seems upset that's all i'm saying you know right. i think he needs
2: to get off twitter um i mean yeah. i'm sure he gets lots of lots of people tweeting bullshit at him all the time so maybe i mean it's the same with like paul george posted that weird post on instagram recently yes that that's was like, right
1: why are you even thinking about me <laughs>
2: yeah why are you thinking about me it's like well you're yeah a,
1: you're famous a famous guy
2: famous player <laughs> and then leagues in the playoffs <laughs> everyone's but watching I'll, you play
1: <laughs> but i'll plug the i'll plug the flagrant ones that's a podcast that i do about basketball um and then uh uh i guess hollywood handbook if people want to listen to that yes cool. everyone should care everyone Everyone should take care (laughs) (laughs) everyone should take care (laughs) everyone should take
0: care no but everyone should check out flagrant ones i'm sure most of the people who listen to this already listen to flagrant ones uh someone in our um sent us an email calling you guys our sister podcast
2: which i love uh
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i think that's correct
2: (laughs) yeah yeah we are forever tied together um because you guys had your 100th episode last week, and we have ours today, so it's you know it's weird that our podcast started at almost the exact same time. But we
1: launched simultaneously; <laughs> it was all planned out in advance. <laughs>
2: yeah. We said yeah. the world needs
1: two more basketball podcasts,
2: <laughs> and we are actually launching our Patreon uh, in a couple of days. It'll Woo. be o- it'll be open by the time you guys hear this episode. So, it's on. Uh, that's right. Um, A little sign healthy up.
1: competition.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, unsubscribe from the flagrant ones Patreon and subscribe to <laughs> <No>. ours.
0: <laughs> do you have um, any tips for us, Sean? We're just yeah. we're so new to Patreon. Like, how do we, you know, keep them entertained?
1: Um. Uh. Are we keeping them entertained? <laughs> we're, we're doing our best. I'd say. Uh, you know, the tip I got from someone else is like. Uh, you guys already do you have so many episodes out like we started ours started it on patreon so uh somebody told us that like every month or every like uh, not every month but every two or three months like uh to let an episode out or a perk or whatever you guys have out from behind the paywall so that like people can sample it and that Mm -hmm. that'll help like more people find you um Especially, I guess, if you have like a guest that uh, people like. But you will you, how will you do it? Will you still be doing the free show or are you going to lock your? Yeah. So then what's going to be on the Patreon? Just people are allowed to support you.
2: We're going to have a Discord. Yeah. We're going to have a Discord. We're going to be doing like extra videos and um, other content like that. Like maybe some extra. We, right now, we're launching it like with. with two levels, we want to expand that. We want to be doing live streaming eventually. Um,
1: we did live streaming, and actually, the that's one thing that um, this like pandemic like Zoom world has made way easier because mm-hmm. it's just like you just do a Zoom conference, and you can let people in to video chat with you if they have like a question you want to discuss, or otherwise you can just kind of follow the chat. But that I think uh, is really good. I find it like yeah. easier and more fun to do. I think we have to do it tomorrow.
2: Yeah, nice. we we asked people what they wanted, and that's that was the overwhelming answer. So, we'll we'll be doing some live streams. They want to
1: um, see all this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you're getting um, a little preview, Sean, of what. Yeah, be
1: no, <laughs> I'm getting it for free, which is cool.
2: <laughs> Gabe, what is the URL?
3: Patreon.com/slash/Dunktown.
2: All right, there you have it. Sign up, Anastasia. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um.
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm just very unprepared. Um, okay,
1: take your time.
0: <laughs> you know, I I think what I want to to plug other than our Patreon, everyone subscribe to that <laughs> obviously, is um journaling. I don't think I've talked about this before, but like I one of my like uh, new year's resolutions was to start journaling. So I've actually started I started in January, but then like all this pandemic stuff happened and I was like so glad I had this already as like a routine thing Um, Mm. because sometimes like I there's so much emotion with one person like for example everyone's going through crazy shit right now with the pandemic with police brutality with like just our government like everything's very frustrating so I don't want to completely unload on my friends and like You know, even though my friends are great and they definitely let me vent, but like sometimes it's just nice to get it out somewhere and getting it out in a journal is quite good. Also can be creative inspiration. So I highly recommend it. It's been really nice.
3: As long as you don't have an annoying little brother.
0: (laughs) Who reads my journal.
1: (laughs) Oh, and he sneaks in (laughs) and he opens up the journal. Oh no. And then he tells your crush. Well,
0: I did write for Anastasia's eyes only on the front. So I think it's okay. There is a, there is a little
2: lock on the front too, right? <laughs> yeah, you only have the key. It's just
0: like, <laughs> it's like a Hello Kitty journal. And it has like one of those little <laughs> built-in locks. So, um, I got Do you have anything you want to plug?
2: Yeah, I want to plug, um, High Fidelity on Hulu. I've been watching it. It's so good. I'm very upset that it's not coming back for another season, but, um. Oh, is it not?
1: Yeah, I was curious they, about it.
2: They canceled it. It it's really good. I recommend checking out the first season, but then you're just going to be sad that it's. Sometimes over.
1: I'm happy though if I know something's not coming back that I go I can watch the whole thing.
2: Yeah, yeah for sure. That's I'll see true. all of it. Yeah, I. So I, silver. Lining. I recommend it. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's fun. Um, if you like the movie, it's fun. Zoe Kravitz is in it, and she's, she's amazing. So good.
0: Yeah. I loved the book when I was in high school. I was like obsessed with Nick Hornby and then I loved the movie and I have to say the show is better than
2: both. I, yeah, I agree. It's so
0: good. It fixes oh, the problems that I now see with the book and movie. So,
2: right. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, Gabe, do you have anything?
3: Uh, delete Facebook. I deleted my Facebook this week. Woo! It felt really good. I like I to deleted say mine
1: wow. too. Yeah, wow. May, maybe a month ago. Finally, yeah, it's,
3: it feels so good. There's this thing I like to say: it's fuck Zuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's a bad guy. Fuck him. He's
2: he's a bad dude.
3: Yeah. Delete Facebook.
2: All right, that's our episode. Thank you guys, as always, for coming on this journey with us. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica, Anastasia both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingus for the Dunktown design, and thank you to Andrew Baer for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description.